This is Katie. Thank you for joining me today again on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I'd like to talk about my wins. And so, not my wins, your wins, and how I can help you create more wins in your life. So this one is about transition time. And transition times are very much dependent on the person experiencing them. So when I talk about transition time, it is from one moment of doing one activity to another. Uh, You can even, you can look at it in different ways. It can be kind of like this micro transition time of maybe you are taking a phone call and then you're stopping and then you're starting to write actually that's probably not micro enough. So like taking a phone call and then going into more of a rest state and then another transition from a rest state into writing like those, it can be broken up like that, or it can be like a transition time from, you know, you're waking up to you're driving to an appointment and to talking to the person at the appointment, if it's an in-person meeting Uh, So what are all those steps? Like there's a lot of steps in between, but it's not just about the routine of those steps. It is how your brain is processing from going from one to another. And a lot of these um, like activities are either kind of an input or an output or some of both. And so it could be, you know, you're, you're on a phone call. So there's a lot of output. You're actively thinking you're talking to a person and maybe you're, you're talking to them and trying to retrieve a bunch of information in your brain, but then also, you know, communicating with someone and being reactive to whatever their needs are like, Hey, I have a question about this. And then you can answer. Uh, and it takes a while. So your brain's very active during that point. Um, And it can take a while from going in that mode into kind of a calm state. So it can be like, um, you know, you hang up and then to transition into that calm time, sometimes we use tools to get into more of a calm state where you are more introspective, um, introverted, kind of a... Like, okay, now it's going to be inner thoughts because I'm not talking to someone. There's no one else here. I'm, I'm thinking my own thoughts. And one of those tools could be, you know, making tea, lighting a candle, um, having some kind of comfort transition you from one activity to another. When I was seeing this one therapist that I had, she was in a building that her, Um, like I would go up to the floor that she was in, but the waiting area, they had a TV that had like, just like, I think it was just HGTV stuff all day long. And I told her it was such a jarring transition to, it was, you know, the car ride over and coming up in the elevator was very calming, but then coming into that space where the audio was on, it was like, I'm trying to think, actually, was the audio off? Maybe it was just subtitles. I don't know what it was, but even visually, even if they just had subtitles and there was no audio, I really, I think there was audio (laughs) going on. Um, 
it's, it's still a lot of input. Like it's very hard for my body to ignore a screen that is constantly moving, even if I have it just like in the side periphery of my vision. It's still a lot that it's like input, input, input while I'm waiting. So I'm, I'm not having a conversation. It's just kind of one way everything's kind of coming at me. And then going into her room and then it's a point of output. Like, how are you doing that day? And it's like, well, my brain was just an in input mode. And now it's like totally an output mode. I have to like think deep and, and like retrieve messages and talk about them and then process them. And so it's a lot. <laughs> and she goes, that's a really interesting observation. I never thought of that. So uh, we can have those types of things all day long. We can be working in our office spaces, our studio spaces, whatever they are in an office at home. And then towards the end of the day, you're having more contact with your family. And so it's a very different feeling of like concentrating and outputting work to then having these combination input output. Oh, how was your day? Oh, how was it? Let's have a conversation for those that live with other people. <laughs> um, so it's really interesting to start observing. And I would say that was, that would be the first step. If you want to take a look at improving your transitions, if there are transitions that are harder for you, uh, is looking at what kind of transitions am I having right now? It could be that, you know, you are more late to appointments than you want to be. I'm not saying like, what amount of earlier late is right for anybody. Like it is what is right for you and what feels good for you. And if there is constantly this rushed feeling when you are getting somewhere, what can you do to provide more space or more time to allow yourself to slow down? And I used to be constantly late for, for so many things. I used to be, um, or just like right at the nick of time, getting there right when the, the clock would change. And I would always feel rushed and I would like, but it was part of the game that my brain would play on myself of like, here's the challenge. Let's rush and do this. Uh, and my brain needed that. And then I think it was pretty much when uh, my son was born, I couldn't, my body couldn't handle that rushed feeling anymore. It was too much. And so I transitioned my transitions to have much more time around them and to allow myself to feel because I just craved calm to, if, to allow myself to be calm during that transition of getting somewhere. And it just made my whole body feel so much better. Uh, what worked for me was actually doubling the time that it took that I, that my brain expected it would take for me to get to one place, which could be like, I haven't even showered yet to taking a shower, to leaving, to getting ready, to leaving and actually getting to the office, parking, like parking sometimes is like this invisible time to me for a long time. It felt like just I don't know how long it takes to park. I'm getting here at one point and suddenly it's five minutes later. Like my brain couldn't 
put that together. And my brain has always had trouble, like not processing, but actually like, I guess, yeah, time processing of just going, okay, this is what time it is. This is how long something takes. It's always been a challenge for me. And so when I double the time, it just gave me space to enjoy that process of getting somewhere, even if it's a little early, I can slowly walk into the building. I can take my time finding a parking spot where I'm not like slamming my door, accidentally slamming my door into somebody's car next to me, um, that there's a comfortable pace that I am allowing myself to go from one thing to another. So here's a little mini challenge if you want to try is not only observing, but trying for a week of just doubling the amount of time that you think tasks will take. Now, I'm not talking like, okay, my work takes eight hours, I'm doubling that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the transition times of things. So maybe you're, you're an artist and you need to clean out your brushes um, and it takes a day for them to dry out. Let's take the time that we think 15 minutes to clean out brushes, maybe let's double it to 30 and give it two days to dry out. Like just what would that mean? And what, and you know, if you have to paint the next day, okay, maybe that's not the best thing, but like, what would it feel like to then when you're doing this, when you're doubling these times, you're finding pockets of time to slow down and be in the moment. Just like what I talked about an episode or two ago of just, well, yesterday, sorry, two days ago, according to my schedule about the sense of wonder, it actually allows for moments of the sense of wonder and to be in that moment and to experience life just for a little bit and allowing your senses to not be ignored, but to go, okay, it's a beautiful spring day. I'm seeing these beautiful flowers or it's a rainy fall day and it just feels so kind of moody. And I just want to tuck up with a, a book because in those moments, you may not even, if you don't have the space, you may not come up with, Hey, I want to read a book next to a candle later. Like, those kind of appear to you, they come to you in those moments of calm. And um, there's a book that I have, let's see, it's called Bored and Brilliant. And it's about having those moments where you're allowing yourself to stare out in the space and like come up with new ideas. But the only way you're going to have those moments is to cancel things <laughs> or to elongate out all of these transition times and allow these little spaces to start opening up um, as pockets. And actually, I think that was part of a show recently, like Pockets of Peace. Um, if you know the show, DM me, because I think you do. It's a very popular show. So um, yeah, see what this can do for you. See if this works for you. And if you're stumbling on it or anything like that, feel free to reach out. Uh, my email is listen at mysensesmyspace.com 
or you can find me at katysanders.com or you can DM me on Instagram if you like. All the links are in the, the notes. So thank you again for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast.